to be hopeful in bad times is not just foolishly romantic. It is based on the fact that human history is a history not only of cruelty, but also of compassion, sacrifice, courage, kindness. What we choose to empathize in this complex history will determine our lives. If we see only the worst, it destroys our capacity to do something. Howard Zinn. Welcome back, everybody, to The Conservation Project, the podcast for the average Joe that still believes in life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, and that we are still one nation under God. My name is Logan, and uh, we're going to get straight into things. I, 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 I'm, I'm not really sure what to say, um, to be completely honest with you. Now, I'm sure at this point, a lot of people have been watching and seeing what's going on with Ukraine and with Russia. And just on a global scale, what's, uh, what's, what's happening. Now, I'm going to go ahead and tell you up front that I'm going to give you as much factual information as I can. Now, let me clarify why I'm being so specific in the way I'm wording this. So, there's a lot happening in regards to this situation. And I mean like a lot, a lot happening. Now, on that same token, there is... A lot of, and I hate to use this word, I really do, but there is a lot of disinformation going around. Um, and I, I don't think that it's intentional in a lot of uh, a lot of counts. I think that in a lot of cases it is um, a little bit of panic, a little bit of fear, um, and, and just trying to find answers in, a, in an unknowing time. Um, now, I, I'm, like I said, I'm going to give you what I can right now. Um, but I will tell you that this will be a very start and stop episode. And, and what I mean is it is, th it, I'm sorry, it is 4.08 Eastern time right now uh, as I record this. Uh, that means that it is 11.08 at night um, in Ukraine. It's just to kind of give you some sort of reference of where we stand right now. Now, it is worth noting that I, I can give you some legitimate information like from um, Biden's press conference. Now, for the most part, Biden's press conference today was um, very boilerplate. It is, truthfully, it's the same stuff that he has been saying, um, frankly, for the last two to three weeks. Now, with, with that being said, um, he, did, he did actually take questions. And if you haven't, I'm not going to play, I'm, I'm not going to, bombard with clips today. I don't think it's appropriate. I don't think it's worth doing right now. Um, but he did take questions from the press, and uh, this is just a little blurb. And this is, he said during one of his responses that he did not underestimate Putin, and he adds this, quote, he has much larger ambitions than Ukraine. He wants to, in fact, reestablish the former Soviet Union. That's what this is all about, end quote. So, yeah, that is that is coming from our president. Now, I'm going to give you some more actually confirmed things, um, and some text that I've received from some from source from some sources and and just different places. But before I do that, I w I want to go ahead and point this out. Like I said, it's about it's about 4:10 Eastern time. 
Um, and I want to let you know what it is that I'm doing to find information right now because I think this is actually important. Okay, so I have three monitors uh, at the desk in which I record, one of which is an ultra-wide that I actually have split into four screens. Um, so this is going to be very overwhelming, and a lot of this is in tabs, but I am I am keeping track of multiple things. I'm using a lot of live cams, um, and I'm going to tell you the cities and, and the places that I'm watching and what audio I'm listening to and the things that I have heard thus far, um, and this is going to get pretty heady. So to begin with, I have on one screen, I have a split cam. One of which is downtown Kiev. I'm I'm looking at a live feed of Kiev, and yes, there has been shelling. I have heard it, and you can see smoke in the background. It is starting to clear. The streets are dead. Then again, it is it is 2300 local time there, so it is it is late. Um, but I am also watching Dnipro. I am also watching Sumi, uh, Kharkov as well. I have one camera up that is, uh, let's see, that is the uh, Lanzaron Embankment, and that is in Odessa. I'm going to get back to Odessa because this is very important that we talk about this as well. I also have some airport cameras from, uh, I believe this is right outside of Kiev. I don't, somebody linked me this. I, I don't remember. There, nothing has happened since I pulled it up, so I don't really think it's worth mentioning. But um, here's a Russian name I'm going to butcher. Novorisk, Novorisk, I don't, I don't know, I don't speak it, N-O-V-O-R-O-S-S-I-Y-S-K, uh, that is one of the cameras I am watching, now, uh, that camera, let me go ahead and pull this up, so, this camera has confirmed, and it's in, it is the frame, it's a port camera, um, and it is a, it is a, um, warm water port in the Black Sea. It's actually Russian's main Black Sea port. Now, this is located within the uh, the Samus Bay, and now, it, it, this is important because in this camera, in this specific port camera, I am looking at a confirmed Russian warship, and for, especially earlier, I, I haven't been seeing it recently, but I have been watching the, uh, this warship launch missiles. I, I just so we're on the same page, I I have been watching this. Um okay, moving forward, uh for what it's worth, um it is in southeastern Russia. I'm sorry, southwestern. I apologize. Southwestern Russia. Uh and it is the furthest port uh in southwestern Russia. Um okay, moving forward. I also have on my large screen, I have a global traffic tracker. That is just marinetraffic.com. You can find that anywhere. This is at, just Google it. This is nothing weird. Um, and I also have uh, from the Rondelli Foundation the um, the Russian military forces interactive map, and this actually shows troops on the ground. This has not been updated in quite some time. I would I would hope that this updates. Um, ah, a little bit. It's updated a little bit. Uh, so right now, you have to understand that um, there is some stuff that is that has transponders on, and there's a lot of stuff that does not. And there is a lot of there's a lot of positioning around um, 
around Ukraine. There just is. Uh, So I'm looking at an operational group of Russian forces in the Transnistria region of the Republic of Moldova. It's approximating about 1,500 troops. We're talking about mechanized units and a mechanized unit headquarters that they have set up, um, according to the Rondelli Foundation. Now, uh, the 9th Mechanized Regiment, the Novask... Oh, my lord, I hate these names. uh, Novaskov uh, Tactical Group... Uh, now, this is in Dantesque. Um, so we're talking about, let's see, we are looking at right, let's see, this is this is slow, bear with me. Um, we're talking about mm, about 25 to 30 miles east of um, Maripol, Mari, oh my lord, I can't speak, Maripol. And we are looking at, let's see, from downtown Dantesque, uh, that is a headquarters of about 75 to 100 miles. Um, And they have branched out. And what we're looking at here, what you need to be concerned with here, is that it is showing that we have in this one area... Um, right on the coast, and I mean about as far inland as you can go past uh, past Kerch, and it, you were talking about the Sea of, uh, of Azov, so we're talking about mm, 75 miles away from um, Rostov-on-Don, uh, uh, Hagenrog, you're you know you're you're deep in there, and we're looking at two mechanized battalions, one tank battalion, one recon company, one sniper platoon, one self-propelled howitzer battalion, one artillery battery, and one air defense battalion. This is what is believed to have been one of the main shelling locations uh, initially in Dantesk um, and Luhansk. Now, both of those have been taken by Russia at this point. Um, and you can actually see, if you go to this map, and it's uh, gfsis.org. Uh, um, yeah, gfsis.org. And, and you can see this. All of this stuff is, is relatively public knowledge, um, or at least available to the public to find. But also, as of this time, uh, from the, the troop movement from Belarus has taken Chernobyl. Just so we're on the same page, it has taken Chernobyl. Uh, The Russian troops from Belarus have taken Chernobyl, and it is the straightest, fastest route uh, to uh, to Kiev. Now, Kiev is being consistently shelled. I'm not going to play any of this back. This is It's horrifying. Some of it is horrifying. I, I mean, I have watched some videos that I never thought I would see in my lifetime today. Um, but that is that is the case of, of where we stand right now. Um, but they have taken Chernobyl, and a lot of people are spewing a lot of nonsense right now. A lot of people are saying Chernobyl is a useless thing, and they only took it because it's the straightest path. Yes, they did take it because it is the straightest path. There was a a relatively lengthy battle, and the Russians won. Now, here's something you need to know. Chernobyl's reactors, one of their reactors, are still active. This is not dead reactors. And it is approximated that approximately two-thirds of of Ukraine's nuclear energy comes from the reactors that are active in Chernobyl. This is important. Now, this this is confirmed for what it's worth. Goodness, there's a lot going on. Okay, so 
like I said, Biden held his press conference, um, and it was it was a lot of regurgitated uh, a lot of regurgitated information. It just it, it just is. Now, um, Zelensky, President Zelensky of Ukraine, uh, at approximately four a.m. our time, which would put that, and that's today, which would put that approximately. Let's see, it's an eight-hour difference. So yeah, you're you're talking a, a, approximately around noon. Uh, he did say, put out a tweet that said, we will give weapons to anyone who wants to defend the country and be ready to support Ukraine in the squares of our cities. Um, so, yes, that is, unfortunately, that is that is something that is um, that is happening. And from what I have been seeing from unconfirmed pictures, mind you, unconfirmed pictures, there is uh, quite a, a large, a sizable amount of people that are actually going in, and like I said, there's it's unconfirmed, but there's a lot of people there, and um, yeah, and people want to fight for their country. Now, moving forward, uh, about 20 minutes ago, CNN's Ellie Kaufman has po- has posted an article, kind of a blurb, really. It's not really an article, um, saying that Russia has launched more than 160 missiles, uh, and that's coming from a U.S. senior defense official. Um, and most of the uh, missiles are short-range ballistic miss- missiles, uh, but it's also been some cruise missiles. If you have been on Facebook or uh, any any social media, you will have seen at this point um, some of the horrifying stuff coming out where I saw where they have apparently, again, unconfirmed, hit a hospital with a cruise missile, um, have hit some different apartments and things like that. Uh, civilian casualties are are on the table here. Um, man, I just, there's, there's so, so much happening here and there is, um, man, there is, it's, there's so much happening that is, well, frankly, that is, um, unconfirmed. And that is, so far, that has been the trickiest part of all of this. And let's see, as we speak, I'm getting confirmation that Ukraine has now introduced a ban on age uh, men aged 18 to 60 from leaving the country. Um, now, that is coming from OSINT Ukraine, uh, so, you know, we'll see... We'll see the legitimacy of that, but I believe that is probably more or less true, um... But, let's see, the Interior Minister has announced that they've handed out 10,000 automatic rifles to civilians today, which, you know, that doesn't surprise me as, uh, even even a slight amount after what um, Zelensky said. Now, it is worth noting, I was talking about Odessa earlier. The reason I brought up Odessa is because approximately four hours ago, there was uh, there was confirmed troop movement through. Let's see, I am trying to pull this. Um, the cameras went down in Odessa, um, and as far as I'm aware, they have not come back up. The only one that I can get is the La- uh, Lanzaron embankment. Um, and you're talking about mm, right above a, ho- a hotel pool area. Um, you can Google the Lanzaron Embankment and Nemo Hotel pool area, and you will see this. Um, we're talking about Cape, uh, Cape Langeron, and 
it's it's an it's an attraction area. Uh, it is a it's a popular area. Now let's see. Let's move back in and let's take a look. Uh, yeah. Okay. So one thing I do want to point out is I was given some coordinates and um, I was yeah. So I was given some coordinates and a live cam. And those coordinates, um, they pretty much zoom in right at, uh, it's just uh, like a couple, a couple miles east of, uh, Kotkova and, or Kotkovka. And the reason I was given this is because if I pulled up that cam again, about four hours, about five hours ago at this point, you could see that there was confirmed Russian troop movement, and they were Russian troops um, moving uh, north. Uh, it is believed that they came from Sevastopol, but not, again, not confirmed. But it is confirmed that it was Russian troop movement, and um, they apparently moved over the Dnieper River through the P-47, somewhere along that line. That's the main bridge. And it is important to point this out. And it is also important to point out why I have these particular cameras up, but I had the Odessa camera up and the Dnipro camera. Now, the reason this is important, so I'm going to measure this distance right here from Odessa to, yep, uh, let's see, Odessa to, standby. Um, yeah, so it basically where they crossed essentially splits the difference between Odessa and Dnipro, and those two are approximately 250 to 300 miles apart. Um, and it is, mm, it is, it is a, it is a direct crossing point. So that is why they are, there's speculation about Odessa, there's speculation about Dnipro. Um, as of the cameras right now, no movement. There's nothing going on. I am seeing, I'm seeing some police move in Kiev. Um, now, as far as the stuff that I can confirm one way or another, um, I pretty much told you the majority of it. Uh, and I think for the time being, this will probably be a start-stop kind of video I'll pro or a podcast. I, I don't want to upload this late. But I feel like it is worth uh, being patient and seeing how things play out because there is uh, speculation that things will happen later this evening. Um, it happened in the wee hours last night with the first invasion. It happened our time um, around 9.15, 9 to 9.15 my time. Um, so, yeah, you're talking about... Mm, you're talking about... Four to six in the morning was when their first push started to come through. And yeah, I mean, there's just, there's so little information that I can confirm one way or another. Now it is worth saying, Putin has made some more justifications about Poland, who is a NATO member. Um, they are also apparently, uh, China has uh, apparently leaked their policy for the media handling the situation, saying, quote, uh, they will need Russia to handle the Taiwan situation. Um, you know, that has broad implications. I did get a notification mm, about an hour and a half ago, if that. Let me pull this back up. 
Um, let's see. Um, no, about two hours ago. Uh, and Taiwan has just publicly released that nine Chinese warplanes has entered their air defense identification zone, and Taiwan did deploy jets to intercept. Um, let's see. I've got some. I think I've got some more I can give you here. There's a lot of. Um, there's a lot of stuff. Biden has announced that he is deploying additional forces to Germany. Um, was not aware of that. And it's just, there's a lot of little things happening right now. It is, um, yeah, unfortunately, there's just a lot of little things happening. Um, they are here, there's reports that young teens, 14 years old approximately, are being ordered, uh, offered rifles to fight. Um, the French foreign minister has said during an emergency, the emergency NATO meeting that, uh, quote, Vladimir Putin must also uh, must realize that NATO also has nuclear capabilities. Um, now, this has been circulating, and I guess we can kind of sort of call this a confirmation. But Putin, during his press conference, warned Putin, saying, quote, um, Biden warned Putin, saying, let me also repeat the warning I made last week. If Russia pursues cyber attacks against our companies or critical infrastructure, we are prepared to respond. Uh, Biden added that for months, the U.S. government has been working with private sector with the private sector to strengthen cybersecurity in America. Now, there is, again, unconfirmed uh, information that potentially there will be. Um, that Russia is preparing for cyber attacks on the U.S., specifically in uh, regards to international banking. It's also worth noting that... Uh, <laughs> oh, God. Okay, so I, f I forgot that Biden put this out. Uh, Biden, during his uh, questions from the press conference, he answered... Um, uh, one question, the way we're going to ensure it's not going to spiral into a larger conflict is by providing all the forces needed in the Eastern European nations that are members of NATO. I have no plans to talk with Putin. Um, and this is this is one that really stood out to me. And again, we're talking about Putin's uh, good Lord Biden's press conference right now. Um, are you urging China to help isolate Russia? I'm not prepared to comment on that at the moment. That is coming from Biden. Um He he's giving very empty threats. Uh, I mean, like, <laughs> so let me let me put it this way. Uh, a reporter asked Biden about Putin's threats to, to the West, saying you will face consequences greater than any you have faced in history. And yes, that did come from Putin. I did confirm that I have also had it translated um, and that's starting to make its rounds anyways. Um, and if it's a threat for nuclear war, the president said he has no idea what he's threatening. That's <laughs> Very reassuring, Biden. Thank you. Uh, the reporter asked Biden if he believes Russia will go beyond yeah, beyond Ukraine, and he said yes. Some speculating he was saying yes to the reporter's second questions. Um, I, I, listen, I don't, I don't know. Uh, there's, there's just not a lot of confidence coming out of this administration. Uh, that being said, President Biden has officially been presented by the Pentagon with counter uh, cyber attack options. Uh, that are designed to disrupt Russia's ability to sustain. Oh my lord, I can't speak today. I apologize. Sustain its military operations in Ukraine. If chosen, this would test Russian uh, the Russian President Putin's 
uh, warning that any country who attempts to interfere with the military uh, will face consequences. You know, there, there, there's a lot of poking the bull here. Uh, poking the bear. Anyways, uh, there have been 15 members of the Ukrainian 53rd Brigade that have surre- surrendered to the Donetsk People's Republic. Uh, it includes one officer and two women. And officially, and you can find this confirmed, protests uh, have started to occur in Russia. Uh, and specifically against the Russian invasion of Ukraine. Uh, the protesters are attempting to be shut down by the police. And apparently it's working. They are doing it very quickly and swiftly. Very succinct. Um, I should note while I have this pull, uh, while we're talking about this, I have Luhansk pulled up as well. I pulled that up. Lviv, um, I think I mentioned Sumi earlier. So far, everything right now is quiet. Everything right now is very, very quiet. Um, even in uh, Kiev right now, there is just not a lot moving. Um, but I think for the time being, I'm going to call, I'm probably just going to put a pause on this for the moment being, uh, because, uh, there's a, a lot that we have covered and unfortunately there's just not a lot that's confirmed. Um, and, and there's only so much more I can say without just finding random, uh, unconfirmed sources to talk about. Uh, I'm going to give a quick glance back over to my live feed And so far, there is just a lot that is unconfirmed. Um, there, It is worth saying that the Ukrainians have been doing a good job of defending themselves. Um, there has been a lot of success in the ground combat, uh, combat between uh, them and the Russian forces, but it is pretty much confirmed at this point that this is only kind of dipping the toes in the water of what the uh, Russian military is actually capable of if they do a full-scale invasion and i'm not i'm not talking about what we've been seeing i'm talking about a full mil a full military uh action from russia um it will be a lot larger than this russia has a large military and it's more than just the hundred and ninety thousand that you're seeing uh that you were seeing around the borders that are now trickling in um Again, Ukraine's doing a great job with what they can, but they cannot match or best their uh, Russia's aerial prowess. Um, but yes, I, you know, when you're looking at this, just be careful with what uh, with what sources you're using. That, that's all I'm going to say. And you know, it, it's interesting. There's a lot of information coming out, but uh, hold your emotions until you get confirmation. Because as somebody who's been doing, has been sitting here at this screen um, for the last oh my god, probably eight hours. We're, we're pushing eight hours here. Um, there is about eighty percent of unconfirmed news going around, and about twenty of stuff. Uh, things that I can actually comment on and say this is factual, and I, I've pretty much run over the majority of that to this uh, to this point. Uh, so for right now, I'm I'm going to give it a quick pause, and I plan on launching this podcast uh, this episode later tonight. Um, and if nothing happens, then nothing happens. Uh, I hope that nothing happens. Keep these people in your prayers, um, you know. And we we have to we have to stay right at home. I will say real quickly. 
Uh, I did see where Germany's gas prices have risen five cents today, and there's been an overall average of European gas prices raise uh, approximately 57 percent. Uh, the five cents in Germany has been confirmed. It is believed that the 57 percent is accurate, but it is not confirmed at this time, but it is worth knowing. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's what I've got for right now, and I will uh, pick this back up with some more updates later. Alrighty, so... I am back, and at this current moment, it is 10.45 uh, Eastern Time. Um, it is, or 22.45 uh, Eastern Time, and I am, I'm, I've gathered some more information for you. Um, I, I have tried to postpone this uh, as long as I can, but I, I don't know if I can uh, delay any longer as far as um, current uh, the current scenario. So uh, I will give you some information of what's been going on since um, since my last update, which will obviously be in the same episode. Uh, but this is going to be a much different episode. Obviously, I'm not going to title this um, or uh, number this episode. This is just going to be a live update kind of thing. Uh, but it's let's just go ahead and talk about what we're dealing with right uh, at this moment. So about let's see about an hour about an hour and a half ago at this moment about an hour and a half ago we got some notifications that there was an explosion uh in Kiev in Kiev <clears throat> now it is mostly unconfirmed nothing uh positive has come out as far as confirmation uh but i can tell you this um it was as far as what has been released, it has been an intercept. So you're looking at about about nine o'clock, nine fifteen, twenty one hundred hours Eastern time. Um, that puts it about four four to four fifteen in the morning uh, in Kiev. Uh, it was. They are saying that it was an uh, an intercept from a Ukrainian. It was a Ukrainian intercept. Um, there's two main things circulating right now. It is circulating that it was either an Su twenty seven, I believe, is what they're saying. Su twenty seven, um, that was shot down, or it was a cruise missile that was intercepted. Now there have been some early videos circulating around social media from Kiev. And they are showing that it uh, looks to be a cruise missile. Now, there's a lot of stuff. Again, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this again. There's a lot of stuff circulating that is not confirmed. Uh, that is just the un unfortunate scenario that we find ourselves in. <clears throat> but to be completely honest with you, um, I never thought these words would come out of my mouth. But weirdly enough, social media right now is actually more reliable of a news source than the mainstream media. Uh, now, the mainstream media, places like CNN, are, are doing a good job of keeping consistent uh, short articles up about uh, confirmed things that they have. Um, but there's, there's just a lot. There's just a lot going on. Um, so, yeah, as I, I've got, again, I have cameras pulled up, and as I speak, I am monitoring them. Um, I'm going to be going in and out of audio. I'm probably going to have to go back and mute uh, a significant amount of, of this kind of stuff 
um, because I don't know how much I can I can play. You know, it's other people's streams and things like that. So I'm going to be very careful about that. Um, that being said, I am monitoring uh, in one on one monitor right now. I have uh, four different Kiev, um cameras. Two different. Uh, two of those are giving audio feeds. Um, and let's see. One is the main, I forget what they call it. Um, one is ma the main um, overlook of Maiden Square. Maiden Square. Um, yeah, Maiden Square. And then on another, uh, I have Sumi up. I have Kharkov up. Um, I have, let's see. I have, uh, yeah, yeah, Kharkov and... Um, uh, in Luhansk, Luhansk. Sorry, uh, so I got a lot. I'm monitoring here. There's just a lot happening. <laughs> um, but let me get to information that is actually confirmed. Uh, I'm actually going to be using a lot from CNN here because CNN has a lot of quotes. They have a lot of direct confirmation on things, and uh, they're a good source. So as of 15 minutes ago, so you're looking. Let's just call it. Let's make it easy. Uh, 2200 hours Eastern time. Uh, Biden, uh, the U.S. is, in, quote, in consultation with India over the Russia-Ukraine um, conflict. Now, it is worth noting that uh, the ex Indian external affairs minister, um, he discussed, you know, the whole situation and he called on an immediate withdrawal and ceasefire. Now, there's he's not special in this, and I, I mean no dis disrespect here, but he is he is not special in this. He has been calling for uh, he is one of many that has been calling for this. Now I appreciate what he's trying to do, and I hope that something comes from this. Uh, but it is worth noting that he is making the rounds because uh, Antony Blinken sat down with him as well. So. Uh, moving further, there's a lot of stuff circulating about Ukrainians taking shelter uh, underground. Um, they, you're talking about sub, uh, subway system, ba basements, bunkers, this kind of thing. Um, and, and there's a lot of reports coming out. Uh, another thing, at this moment, there have been just around 1,800 arrests of protesters in Russia. Uh, protesters, uh, people protesting the actions of the Russian government. Okay, um, as of half an hour ago, about 20 miles from Kiev, there are Russian forces, um, and Biden made this, um, made this, this, uh, announcement publicly. Um, now let's move forward. So as of a half hour ago, um, just, yeah, we're looking at around, mm, yeah, we're looking around. Let's see. Yeah, around Bel uh, Chernobyl. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they are showing dozens of vehicles are moving across a pontoon bridge um, near Chernobyl, um, and and there's a <laughs> there they have kind of swarmed uh, Chernobyl and that surrounding area, and and it makes sense. They are making a rapid um, a, a rapid ascent into Kiev. Uh, at least that is what it, it looks like. Um, now, it is worth noting that President Zelensky, he, um, 
President Zelensky did use, um, or he did go live and put it, well, I don't know if it was live actually, but I did see the video. He did basically put out a, a video uh, saying that Russia is, is coming after him, that he's the number one target, and that his family is number two, and that this is for the sake of uh, cutting the head off the snake, is is uh, essentially how he put it. And, um, yeah, that is, he has announced that he will be staying um, in Kiev, and he will stay there till the bitter end. Uh, a lot of reports of... Uh, explosions heard in central Kiev again, very little has been confirmed. Uh, now let's go with, so Taiwan has, uh, announced as of around two hours ago, um, that they will be imposing economic sanctions as well. Uh, using the, the standard lingo, the, uh, strongly condemns Russia lingo, uh, Australia has announced new sanctions against Russia and uh, criticizes China's lack of a strong response. I think we are all on the same page about that with China. Now, I I do want to say this. Um, there is, at this moment, um, reports coming out um, that they are... Sorry, I'm pulling this up. Uh, that there is um, troops and armament amassing near the Poland border, uh, all Russian Russian troops. Um, you know, I don't have a lot to talk about with this, uh, unfortunately. I, there's just so little uh, information about this. They are saying uh, that this is due to a training exercise. Uh, specifically, here is the post, and this is from Real News and OBS. Um, Russian, Russia moving troops and heavy machinery near Poland's border, uh, which, keep in mind, is a NATO member. That could complicate things if this actually, if something does happen in regards to Poland. Uh, and so let's talk about this. So Russia has assembled troops, armor, artillery, and more than 50 heavy equipment transporters to a training area in Brest near the Polish border. And Russia has also added that more equipment at a nearby rail yard has added more equipment in a nearby rail yard in Belarus. Um, you know, this complicates things because if, if they do something with Poland, they're a NATO member and um, we have ties to NATO. Yeah, that is that is definitely part of uh, part of the issue. Okay, I'm about 10 minutes, uh, about 10 minutes. I took about a 10 minute break. Um, well, not a break. I, I paused to uh, listen to an update from one of these one of these streams. <clears throat> uh, just some stuff, sp speculation mostly at this point. Um, but there is there's very little that is actually happening right now. I will say that it is uh, 0600 uh, Kiev time right now, and in these uh, in these live videos that I'm seeing, uh, that I'm watching here, um, you can see the sun starting to rise. We're, we're about a, we're about a half hour from sun up. Um, I, th I believe, uh, 06 30 is what they have as the sun up time. So they're, they're, ex they were originally expecting between 04 and 0500 an attack to commence or between the 03 to 05 time frame. 
Um, so far, that has been either stunted or halted. Um, Zelensky said that they were coming in. Um, but, yeah, I, there is there is very little. So it is, it is getting pretty late here uh, as I record this, and I don't feel like there's much more that I can uh, cover as far as live news. Just... Just nothing has really happened. Um, there is, for what it's worth, um, <clears throat> it is worth mentioning that this is this is gaining a lot of um, a lot of traction right now. Um, there is a Ukrainian uh, oh my goodness a Ukrainian fulcrum fulcrum pilot um, that has been all over the news uh, today. I mean, all over. Um, and the reason the reason being is that it's a single guy who has six confirmed air to air air to air kills today against Russian forces. So so far, this guy has taken down two Su thirty fives, one Su twenty seven, one Mig, one Mig twenty nine, and two Su twenty fives. And if you look him up, he is actually being called the <laughs> I love this the uh, the ghost of Kiev and. Yeah, uh, the dude is, he's going nuts with some of this. And, you know, Godspeed, uh, really, Godspeed to this. Um, it is worth noting that during the time that I was, um, the, the time that I was not recording, um, Ukrainian officials did report that Ukraine forces have recon, uh, regained control of the airport at uh, Hostomol. Um, this is, this was a long fight. This was going on for the majority of the day. Uh, and the Ukrainian forces actually did take that. Um, so it was said, quote, apparently Ukraine's 45th Spetsnaz brigade played a major role in retaking the airfield. Um, and they the recapture of the airport has been, uh, has denied Russian forces an air bridge for operations against Kiev. Uh, I, personally, I believe that's why some of this is actually being delayed. And I think that's why there has been more of just testing the waters as far as, um, these, these current, um, these current events with their, uh, artillery and bombing and this, this intercept that we've seen. Um, but it, it, it is all but confirmed at this point. Wait, hold on, hold on. Yes, okay, so this, yes, so this, uh, this intercept that we were talking about, Ukraine's interior ministry has reported that the air defense systems intercepted an unspecified Russian aircraft, uh, which impacted an apartment building after it was shut down. Okay, or shot down, apologies. Uh, so yes, that, that, intercept that we were talking about earlier um yes so they did take they were able to take it down and it was uh an a ukrainian intercept of a russian force um <clears throat> so that's that's actually that's good news as far as um yeah that's that's good news as far as confirmation one way or another and i'm curious to see what it was uh, it is pretty general. You can see in the videos that they did attempt uh, chaff. So they they were attempting chaff. It looks like it was probably what um, what people are speculating it being an Su twenty five. 
Um, that would make that would make sense. Well, it'd be an SU twenty five or a Mig. It would have to be one of the two. Um, but yeah, they are. Um, they are kind of throwing all their bets right now on this Ghost of Kiev, which is which is pretty wild right now. Um, but yeah, I think I am going to at this point uh, start wrapping things up. My all of my live feeds are um, are getting fairly dormant at this at this moment in time. Um, but you know, <clears throat> it is. Um, this is a crazy situation and, and whatever that you can do personally to help, this is going to be going on for longer than just today. That's why I felt okay about doing something kind of weird, like an episode like this. Um, and you know, this is, this is important because this is going to, this is going to backtrack when it goes up on the podcast forums. Uh, you're going to be able to recount the things that I've said as the day of February 24th the events of today and um it's it's heartbreaking uh today has really taken a toll on me emotionally uh, emotionally and mentally because one i have probably sunk at this point um oh my god probably 9 plus hours yeah <clears throat> i'm 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 approaching the 9 9ish hours mark of just staring at this, trying to gather what information I can, uh, which is particularly exhausting um, because there's just so little confirmed information. I've given you everything that I can confirm, but uh, like I said, there's just there's just so little in, in the grand scheme. Um, but I, I did have this one verse to share as I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and close this out. And it's Ephesians 118. It says, I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance in his holy people. Um, I felt like, I, I really felt like that was, that was what this needed to end on. Uh, and I will say this as I, as I begin to close out, because of blatant, you know, the blatant insanity of, um, <laughs> of what we're seeing here. This could be multiple days, um, and I'm going to focus as much as of my feasible efforts on covering this news, and I am considering doing um, some long-term live broadcasts of it. Um, I feel like it's necessary. We're watching history unfold, and we are, and um, I feel like it's I feel like it's, a, it's an important thing to do. I really do. Um, but you know, I, like I said, I'm, I'm going to wrap it up for now. You know, this is, this is a crazy day, man. It is an absolutely crazy day. Uh, I'm not going to plug anything. I'm not going to plug any of my socials or anything. If you want to go find me, you can go find me. I've already said it before. Um, but as far, as far as all of this goes, you know, it, this is, this is going to be developing. So <laughs> it is it it really it is what it is uh and we're going to do our best to cover this information and, and and you know godspeed keep everybody in your thoughts and your prayers because it may not seem like it but that's important uh and if anybody questions anybody judges doesn't matter uh that's that's what us christian conservatives are here for and and this is what we should be here for 
So uh, with that being said, keep hope. Take heart. It's it, it's going to work out, and, and do your best to support in whatever way that you can. Uh, but that's all for now. My name is Logan. This has been The Conservation Project, the podcast for the average Joe that still believes in life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, and that we are still one nation under God.